I hate it so much. I like that. It's a good call. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman and Andy Brampernard. I believe Catherine and Alex will be here at some point, but one never knows. We'll just say stuck in traffic. Yeah, stuck in traffic. There you go. Just looking at some headlines from today. Tour bus rolls near Grand Canyon, killing one. How'd you like to be on a oh. tour bus that rolled over? How do you roll a bus? Yeah, how <laughs> fast? <laughs> Just doing. All right, I got to click on the story. Going 120 miles an hour around a curve. Oh, Alex there is here. She Still is. not Nana though. No nope. Nana yet. Eight seriously injured. Oh my God! They're showing this bus. It literally is flipped over on its side. Many others wounded when bus. Oh, but the bus collided with a car. That's the whole problem oh. here. One person was killed in a tour bus rollover involving 57 people Tuesday in northern Arizona near the Grand Canyon West Skywalk, reports the AP. The bus rolled over just before 10 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday at Grand Canyon West on the Hualapai Indian Reservation. Hualapai, maybe it is Hualapai. Indian Reservation, according to the Tribal Police Department, eight people were flown to local hospitals, while an undisclosed number of others with less critical injuries were driven for treatment. Tribal emergency officials said in a statement, Grand Canyon West is run by the tribe, but has no operational ties to Grand Canyon National Park. But it doesn't say what caused the accident. That's weird. Yeah, it talks about the name of the person who died, and details weren't released yet, but it doesn't say why. So the, the bus collided with a car, but it doesn't say why that happened. Hmm. I mean, it's got to be somebody had to be going pretty damn fast you for a bus roll, to roll a bus. Over. Right. Seriously, that, I got to believe they were going very, very fast. Don't you think, Alex? What's up? You know, just another day in paradise. That sounded very sincere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nothing. What now? Nothing exciting is going. I don't know. No, no earth-shattering yeah, news that you need to report? Same old, same old. National Night Out was last night. My neighborhood goes big on National Night okay, Out. Tell me, what's that all about? It's being around your neighbors, and it's kind of like a, the beginning of the end of summer situation. Like a, everybody sits out in the cul-de-sac and oh, yeah. type of thing, yard like games. In the yep. dead center of summer? Well, the summer as far as... All like kids. Like yeah, for oh. kids, it's kind of like okay, schools. Yeah, because fall doesn't coming. start until what? September twenty first. End of yeah. September, yeah. Yeah, so we got a while. Mid late September, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, everybody's just running around. Everybody brings something. I brought a big salad, and then they had Jimmy John's like catered stuff, and the kids just ran around like mm-hmm. crazy people. Like lunatics. Yeah, Sage was just the sweatiest pinkest faced boy you could ever see because he was just running around there's a lot of boys in our neighborhood and they range from like 17 to four Mm -hmm. and there's two girls and fawn is one and then the other one is 12 Uh, and so they like hung out they hung no they hung out her name's jocelyn and she's very very sweet she does a good job of like hanging with fawn (laughs) because it was like Mm. i don't want to run around with these sweaty gross boys so i mean they were sweaty and gross too fawn also i was like my god yeah, and I assume it's one of those situations where you're like, that's going to suck to have to, like, clean up and, like, give you a bath and all of that, but you're going to sleep so well when this is yeah. over that you it's 100% worth it. Just... After the parade, uh, the, um, the parade we went to, yeah. um, Ethan didn't sleep at all. No, he wouldn't sleep. He, was, he should have been physically exhausted, but he just would not sleep. Well, naps, I feel like, are hard. No, he didn't sleep <clears throat> that night. <clears throat> what? Yeah. I feel like I talked to Melissa about this because... 
it sounds to me like he's like you and wants to drop his nap. I think so. Yes. And we're starting to wonder if it's a lot of people are it. like they like kids don't drop their nap until after two, and I'm like I personally know multiple. Yeah, I don't know. Kids that drop their nap before two. He didn't nap yesterday either. Yeah, and so I think it would be like I I was like it would be worth trying just not having him nap anymore. Yeah. Because you have to kind of be consistent unless it's a day where he clearly, it's like he needs a nap. Mm -hmm. And then putting him to bed at like 6.30. That's what we've been doing, yeah. Yeah, because it's just like, Mm -hmm. she said that he he stayed up until midnight a couple nights. Because he was just, I'm like, what? Yeah. That's nuts. Very interesting. Yeah. Interesting behavior. Like he gets, well, Sage at that age, if he wasn't in his bed, lights out ready to go to sleep by 6.30, it was like all hell would break oh, loose. Yeah. So. Uh, Joe from Louisville on the uh, chat. Metallica's bus hit a patch of ice in 86 and rolled from that. Oh, so just scary. Just a patch of ice, uh, threw a guy out the window and rolled over him. Oh, oh my gosh. Cliff Burton was his name. Ooh, that's not good. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess buses are a lot more... So it's topsy prob- turvy well, than we yeah, yeah, they're so not they're the most aerodynamic. Heavy, so it's gotta be pretty easy, but you would think they're never going that fast where you should ever be in well, danger. What's the thing is, I wonder. It's like you hit a patch of ice and you flip an entire bus. Like, how fast were you going? Let's see. I wonder. They got the story here, and we also have mom here. Apparently, yep. Nana showed, showed up. up. <clears throat> Nana. 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 Nana showed up. Nana. We got a big Nana day today and tomorrow, don't we? Uh, wait. This is interesting. I don't. Do I have a mic? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I can you sure do. Okay. Hello. Hey. Our landscaping project is finally done, and I don't have to talk to landscaping people. Anymore. Oh, that's nice. And big advertisers on the show, but other than that, well, don't I, they have done an amazing job. They have. That that looks phenomenal. It really does. What'd you guys? We get should done? post pictures. We had the side of our house, which has gigantic ash trees mm-hmm. and zero sun, okay. like nothing. So the grass, and we also have clay in our soil. So we've got this hill, and it's just like this slippery disaster. And I've tried and tried. I've, been, I've dug it up. I've put in every kind of grass seed, every kind of top coat, every sort of thing. I've used that stuff that you spray out of a gun. <laughs> I've done everything. Bullets will not help you. Nothing works. No. Not one thing works. Spraying so, out of a gun. It, it is. It's this thing. And you spray it, and it's supposed to have the fertilizer in it and this stuff that expands and keeps water in it. It doesn't work for crap, by the way. Whatever it is. I hate it. Anyway, so uh, I just decided to take out all the grass. Bye-bye grass. Oh, well then. And it looks amazing. Yeah? It does. It really does. It looks fantastic. It looks like a park back there. We need a fountain. Yeah, we should know. (laughs) Here we go. They've got to get a fountain advertised. We need a waterfall. Oh, my gosh. It needs to be like a custom one of Tom, like, standing there, like, blowing water out of his mouth. That's exactly what we need. Blowing water out of his mouth. You know what's so great about that, though? And I'm very serious that it's great. Spewing. ProTurf is the name of the company that does that did the work for us. ProTurf's a big advertiser on the, on the morning show. And uh, Rick from ProTurf has decided he's going to come and join us and sit out in the yard, uh, out in the... Uh, out on the driveway on Friday nights. He said, that looks, everybody in this neighborhood, because everybody in the neighborhood's hired him. 
They all hired Pro Turf oh, to well, do some work good. on their house. Uh, yeah, they've hired him good. for a lot of stuff. It's been, it's just been amazing um, what they've done. And the, I mean, they show up. They actually send you this, the uh, quote when they say they're going to. And when I, it's mm. just amazing. You just don't find that anymore. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Do you say they have traditional values such as accountability, altruism, and integrity? I would say oh, they have all of those three things. <laughs> That's an Andy segue right there is what that is. Segue. Uh, latest release, Give a Damn, the ticket to cultural change. Mark Lewis with us. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing terrific, sir. How are you? Never better. I love your enthusiasm. We like enthusiasm. No question. Um it's interesting, Mark. I love Give a Damn. The ticket to cultural change is for individuals and organizations that need to develop a stronger awareness and understanding of their thoughts, which can lead to behaviors and actions that are selfish, irresponsible, and destructive. And I'll pause there, Mark, and I just well, I want to pause and ask you one question. From generation to generation, does that always happen? Because it seems like going back from the time I was a little boy, uh, each generation has gotten to be a little more me now, if you know what I mean. Everything's about me now, and it's gotten worse and worse and worse, not just one generation, but over like the last three generations. Would you agree with that? I totally, yes, I totally agree with you. Um, when I was growing up, you know, we actually had more of a family unit, and that's kind of degraded over time. I think technology has degraded over time, although yeah. we can communicate more often, the quality of the communication has been a lot worse, in my opinion, because we rely on text messages instead of face-to-face right. conversations. It's um, really an ego-driven society, and you're absolutely right. It's me, me, me. What's 
in it for me instead of what can I do to help other people? Because people don't realize the more you do for other people, that will help you, but they get it in reverse. They always think, what can I do that's in my best interest instead of the yes. what, what's in the best interest of other people? And Mark, that is no way to live, in my opinion. If you're not thinking about anybody but yourself, maybe I'll get around to you later, but first I have to think about myself in the first four or five cases. That's just not going to work very much. It's people are getting really, really closed in, and me, it's all about me, and we just can't live that way, Mark. I don't think so anyway. You know, it's causing a lot of problems within society because if you don't get what you want, you have a tendency to be more violent than we were in the yep. past. And I think that's caused people to look at things a lot differently. And I always ask this question. You know, when people go and they try to um, – and they, they get violent, my question to people would be, well, if this was somebody that you knew, would you destroy their property? No, you wouldn't because now you can internalize something that might affect you. So when we internalize something that would affect us, we have a tendency and we do give a damn more. But when we get outside our own domain, we don't think about those things like we do internally. And that's where the problem results in people becoming more ego, say, well, I, you know, they justify their action as, as being right, even though when that, even though when it's wrong. I know there's no question about that. Now, Mark, I'm going to... I don't think I'm changing the subject here too much, but a little bit. One of the problems that I do have, uh, and this is a family podcast, the entire family, my wife, our son, our daughter, and I are here with my buddy, my, my, could you be my buddy, son? Is that what it is? Yeah. There you go. That's, that's my goal. Weird, I don't know. Weird relationship. Well, let's have, let's have a meet, short meeting <laughs> after the podcast. This is my buddy, son. <laughs> is he? Short meeting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, Mark... What I'm trying to get out here, because they're laughing at me, so, yeah, it's really nice. But um, I, once in a while, I don't watch a lot anymore, but, but I watch uh, the news, the national news. Local news seems to be okay. National news, you can sit there, and I don't care if it's Fox, I don't care if it's CNN, I don't care where it is. You can sit there and go, that's a lie, and you know it's a lie. Then you turn it to the other station. Oh, that's a lie. And we are being lied to by our politicians and by our news media every minute of every day. That's not good. No, no, it's not good. And, and those lies are actually now believable by people. Yes. And the problem is that when they start believing these kind of things, it leads to animosity. It leads to other things that are just not right. And so how do you correct that? How do you get around it? And the reason why that the stations do that is because it brings in ratings. And the yep. better yep. ratings you get, the more people are going to view. And so when you can lie and create sensationalism, it leads to destructive behavior on people, and it causes them to do irrational things. How do you fix that? You know, my goal is to fix it by creating more of an awareness of trying to do things that are right, because if you do the right thing, it'll come back and, and really be beneficial to over the long run. We just don't take and are not responsible like we, year, we, we were several years ago. You know, it's interesting. Just yesterday, I had an incident which I had to had to get on somebody because they were way out of line about something, and I got on them pretty hard. Not not over the top, but I got on them pretty hard and said, "You got to knock that off and get your head out of your ass." And we got to move on with all this. And the weird part of it is, about an hour later, I felt kind of bad about the whole. Even though I was 100 percent right, they were way out of line with this whole situation. 
But I felt bad about that. And I talked to a couple of people about it. And they said, why do you even care how he feels about it? You did your job. You shouldn't have. But because I care about humans, that's why. I mean, I wouldn't be, want to be in that situation and have some guy come down on me hard. So even though he was 100% wrong, uh, coming down on him uh, bothered me a little bit. And I was kind of happy uh, with the understanding that I actually do care enough about people to care about a guy who pissed me off to no end, but I still care about it as a human being, right? Right. Well, you did the right thing. Uh, and the problem, I think, today is the more we care about people, in this documentation in my book, when we care about people, when we do things that can help their lives, we volunteer to help other people. Do you know what happens? You actually live longer. Because yeah. when you do these kind of things, it reduces your stress level. And the biggest disease in today's society is not heart or it's stress because stress leads to all the diseases that can happen in your body. So when you volunteer and you feel good and you make other people feel good, everybody wins. It just reduces kindness, caring. It reduces the stress level. People are happy when you feel good versus feeling sad. It just overall makes a person feel better. And that's what we need to do in today's society. Can we get there, though, Mark? Because there's so much money to be made by being negative. Well, you know, that's a very good question. And that's why I wrote my book. I want to, maybe I can be someone who can create an initiative in this world. You know, they say people who are crazy enough to change the world are usually the ones who do. Now, I'm just, a, I'm kind of a nobody, right? But I just got so enamored by what I saw, both in business and personally, that I want to do something that I could make a difference. You know, my legacy would be, you know, you change one person at a time. Can I change the society? But it's very, very difficult. And we have to start at a very early age. That's where that's where we make the change. People have habits that are very difficult to change, but if we can teach kids at a very early age what it means to have morals, character, responsibility, all those things lead to a better society. So that, that's kind of my initiative. I'm frustrated because it needs to work, and I'm trying all I can to make it happen. Well, thank you for that, first of all, Mark, because we do need that. I, I tell you... Uh, my wife, Catherine, is sitting across the table, and as I said, both of our children are here. And I was just thinking while you were talking there about uh, that Catherine and I are very happy with the way the children turned out to be because they don't take advantage of other people. They don't lie to make money. They don't, I mean, I hate to be so nice to my kids right in front of them, but <laughs> I, I wish, have to, why Mark. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> why on we, we need more of you and Catherine's in this world to set an example for our family. And we need to educate the, the society of what's led to where we are today. You know, and, and I always look at this. I always try to put myself in, in somebody else's shoes. Would I want that to, same thing to be done to me? Would you do right. that to me? So if you're doing something to somebody else, would you do it to me or do it to yourself? And a lot of times the answer is no. You wouldn't want that to be done to you. So we have to make and create a greater awareness of what we're doing and our actions and how they have an effect on other people. Now, you talked about the person that you talked that you said about, well, you got mad at him and you felt bad about it. Mm-hmm. You know, part of that probably has to do with and it, and it, it has to do with how you communicate to somebody to make them more aware where they can self internalize what they're doing instead of being critical. Not that you are critical, but how do we make somebody more aware without making them feel defensive. And that's, that might, you know, been what you thought you 
you thought bad about that you might have communicated in a in a way that might have been hurtful. Yeah, I, I can be a little intimidating. I got to be honest because I got that weird scratchy <laughs> voice and big enough and all the rest of it. And you so. can really yell. And I, I am a good yeller. That's very true, Mark. I can really yell <laughs> oh really well. But uh, I, I want to ask Andy, uh, Alex, and Tevin. There's a, an age range there for the three young people, 31 to 36 years old, with Alex at 34. What do you guys think of all this? What, what can we do? What? Just threw her age out there. Like, we're not going to. It's right in the middle. Yeah, well, it's you know. not like you're old. Right. I don't care. Well, yeah, I also, 34 is not exactly ancient. If I were 75, I'd be like, yep, here I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't what care about do? age. What does your generation think about this? Do you think we can get back to not you know, you guys watch these people do disgusting things to make money every day on television because it happens every day on television. It's always TV. happened every day. So you just don't and watch you know, television? I don't see it because I don't watch it. Because <laughs> you don't watch TV. See, that's interesting. Tevin, do you watch television? Um, not really. Like, I'll stream shows, but not yeah. like... You don't channel surf yeah, like not, it's the no. 90s? No. 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 I watch <laughs> the TV guide to mm-hmm. see what's on. No. Well, you're channel still channel surf. surfing going from Amazon to Netflix to... Hulu. I mean, you're still channel surfing, but, but you're not, don't know what's there's going no, on in the world. And there's no commercials, and there's no, and you're being selective about what you're watching. Mm-hmm. So it's not as much just like, oh, what's this? Yeah, like the day, yeah, like back in the day. Can the, I interrupt here? Yeah. Let me let me interrupt here about what's being said on TV versus what it was 30 years ago. Yeah, you know the programs that we saw on TV was like Captain Kangaroo or Andy Griffith's show, Aww. and all these shows that actually taught a message. These shows that you see today teach a, teach a very different message. You see these shows like the Kardashians. And now what kind of message are we providing to these people with these shows and, and, and Survivor and try to hurt some other people and make it in a phrase? All the shows that are on today's TV are just trash, and they, they teach very bad messages, whereas we had all these great shows that were funny, but it taught, taught us something. And you don't see any of that today. No, I agree with you 100% on that whole deal. And people are using everything from sexual orientation to skin color to all of these different things, not to make the world a better place, to make it worse by separating all of us yet again. And that's, I find that upsetting as hell. I really do. Totally, totally agree. We're all human beings. We all have the same blood. Why can't we just work together regardless of how we look or what we do? It's just, it's just, separation and today we're just not coming together you know when the best time we come together is when we have a disaster a hurricane everybody works together and tries to help people out why can't we do that all the time and we don't no it's very true we're talking to mark lewis about uh his latest release give a damn the ticket to cultural change uh was there one thing several things that drove you to to write this yeah um funny you ask that question. I went around and saw all these people doing these things, and I'm going, really? You just did that? Or you just <laughs> said to somebody you did like that? And I started recording everything that I saw on a, on a dictaphone. And I eventually got so much data that I had to put it in a book. Like if you told me 10 years ago I was going to write a book, I would have said, you're absolutely crazy. I'm a business guy. I don't like to write. But I just got so enamored and I got so mad at what I saw that I had to figure out how can we change this? And so, you know, it's funny because I have a really good example in my book. There was a guy that was walking across the street, just come out of a grocery store, and he walked across the street and got hit by a car. And it was an older guy. He didn't see 
but the car never stops. He went around him, and all these cars went around him and went around him. I go, why isn't anybody helping this guy out? He's hurt. And eventually, after about a minute and a half, somebody said, you know, got together and do it. I said, well, if you if you saw that person and it was your grandfather or your dad, what would you do? You would get out immediately to help. Yes. Because you can internalize what it might affect you. And we got to get back to that internalizing people outside of people we love and we're our friends. We got to help people in any way that we can because that's what society needs to do. That's why we're here to help each other, to serve other people. Boy, I, I haven't heard that serve other people line in a long time, Mark. You brought back some ancient memories for me there. People <laughs> wanting to help one another. Um, there are right. things. There are things about that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have another point to make, but uh, if you'd like to comment on that, I will get out of your way. No, no, you're good. And you know, I, you know, I ask people a lot of times, and 99 out of 100 people can't answer this question: Why were you born? Why are you here on this earth? And people can't answer that question. And they go, well, what, what's your answer? So I was born to serve other people, and by serving other people, I serve myself. Yeah. But people yep. get it reverse, and that's why I'm here. At the end of the day, I'm helping other people, and I help myself by doing stuff. And by doing that, you're going to get more in return than you would expect. And that's the, people don't get that. It just frustrates the heck out of me. i got to understand that. Now, Mark, where are you from originally? I grew up in Rochester, New York. Oh, okay. The reason I ask you that, uh, Minnesota is a little bit of a different deal. It's very German, Scandinavian, very close to the vest. Because I just thought of something, looking back a, a generation or two, um, that in, in this family, um, I tell, well, my wife does as well. My son does. My daughter does. I tell my wife, my son, and my daughter, I love them every time I talk to them. If I talk to them on the phone or whatever, or I say goodbye to them. We talk about how much we love one another. Uh, wouldn't you say it's pretty much on a daily basis, you guys? You forgot once in 2009. <laughs> but who's counting? I forgot <laughs> once in 2009. <laughs> And if you, if you look at it that way, that I, my wife knows I adore her, I love her, our son knows, our daughter knows, their children sure as hell know, because uh, having grandkids is one of the greatest things that ever happened to me, I will tell you that. I mean, having children was phenomenal, and then even putting yeah. icing on the cake with the grandkids, it's even better. But uh, the reason I, I, two reasons I brought that up is to point out how much happier that makes me to be able to tell my family I love them. But on my mother's 62nd birthday, and she's been gone many, many years now. Matter of fact, she'd be like 102 now if she were still alive. But I do remember on her 62nd birthday, I gave her 62 roses and told her I loved her. And she claimed that was the first time anybody had ever said they loved her. That was a different generation, wow. particularly in, like I said, very German, very Scandinavian here. They're pretty close-lipped uh, close with that I love you deal. At least that generation right. was. Yeah, there's an old Scandinavian joke. Uh, yeah. one, uh, the wife was asking her husband why uh, he doesn't tell her that he loves her. And he said, I told you once on our wedding day, and if anything changes, I'll let you know. <laughs> 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 so there you so, go. Well, you know, you, you, you bring up a really good point because people need to be nurtured. Everybody wants to love and wants to be loved. Yep. And when you love, you have a different feeling and you feel relaxed. And it's just something that, it, that, it's gent that helps you as, as an individual that people care about you. And we've kind of gotten away that. Look, my parents were the same way. My, both my parents are passed away. And 
I didn't feel as I was growing up that they loved me. They now they attended all my ball games. Sure. They came to all my everything that they supported me every way. But the words that I didn't hear was "I loved you," mm-hmm. and and that you know I I my second marriage, my wife and I are like we tell each other all the time we love each other, and it's just it's so engaging and it's so satisfying and so fulfilling that that's where the core values that I think need to be done in a family. You know. Look, I, I'm a business coach, and I run CEO roundtables. I tell them that people have core values in their business. We need to have core values in families, yes. like that. They need to be written down, like love, respect, trust, accountability, caring, kindness. And if you keep in, enforcing those and, and keeping those core values in front of your children, they're going to learn it over and over and over again, and then you're going to take that and carry that with them the rest of their lives. That's what we need to do in the family environment. There's no question about that, and that's, again, one of the great joys of my life is going through all three generations, Catherine and mine, Andy and Alex's, and their, and their children. Their, your children, all three of them talk about, well, obviously, you know, Ethan is young enough to, to use hugs and you know kisses and that kind of stuff to show but alex your kids talk about loving people all the time yeah that's good (laughs) so you're upset by that no they're just (laughs) no i'm i mean i'm a very vocally affectionate person yes to my friends and to yes pretty much everybody so they got that from me well who'd you get it from mom I knew you no. were going to say mom. I knew Des- it. No, not my mom. Mark, they stabbed Absolutely me right in the not back. My mom. You're not like a oh. super lovey, touchy feely oh, no, person. Oh. You're not. That's, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just I saying you're not a. I love you. You say I love you, but you're not a touchy feely person. No. I hug people. <laughs> and oh, okay, point proof. Mark, Mark point I got some big proof. problems coming I here, Mark. Save me. Okay. Dad's very touchy-feely. I you am. are not super, very touchy-feely. You you can be affectionate. No, I had three older brothers a... that were constantly punching me. Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm a fletcher. Yeah. I'm like, well, get away. Ah. And your family kind of, even though you're not Scandinavian, is similar to that type yes, of thing. Oh, yeah. Where you guys were like... Let's not talk about anything. Yeah, you North just Dakota, do your business. German dad, same, yep. same diff. Same yeah. And your mom didn't really talk about that kind of, you know. No. no. Yeah, Never. so. That's true. It makes I'm sense. I'm a million that you're times a more touchy-feely than my parents were. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it makes Mark, sense. Mark, so we're I feel not like feely Talking about this, Mark, this is living in Minnesota <laughs> has been uh, exactly like this, that it just from generation to generation to generation. There was not a lot of talk about, the, you, you kind of thought that they loved you, kind of figured they did, but they would never tell you that. I mean, that's, that just didn't that happen. Hurt, actually. Oh, you God, want, yes. You want to hear those words. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was like that, too. I wasn't a very touchy, lovey person because I kind of grew up in that environment. My parents weren't like that. And I didn't was like that in my first marriage. But, you know, as you get older, you learn. And my current wife is a lovey, touchy person. And I've become that person because, you know what? It feels good. I, I didn't get that when I was a kid. My parents loved me. I knew they loved me, but they didn't tell me. They supported everything that I did. But they didn't tell me. I think I needed that. And my wife tells me that. I tell me that. We hold hands a lot. And yep. we, you know, I never used to hold hands a lot, but now I do. I've learned that. And, and that's what we need to do with people today is they need to learn because it feels good. When you feel good, you have less health problems. I mean, it, 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 it's all in my book, too. I've done a lot of research about that, how you can make someone feel good. 
live longer. And by the way, we haven't really talked a lot about religion either. Do you know that Ohio State did a study, and they said that people who are more religious than people who are not actually live four years longer? And why is yeah, that? Yeah, I could see I that. I think because you become a, you become, whether it's when you believe in God or whether you have a mentor, when you have something you can grab onto or relate to that can make you feel better, mm-hmm. you're, you have better health. And that's why they live longer. Whether it's God or it's a member or, some, or a mentor or somebody like that, overall, your quality of life is better because now you have something you can hang on to or you can embrace that feels good. That makes total sense. But one more addition, just uh, this just popped into my head, that uh, Catherine and I usually sit down for about an hour at the end of every day and maybe watch a show or, or whatever it is. And then we have a dog. His name is Jude. He's a uh, Cavalier. As a matter of fact, he's here right now. He's in the studio. Snoring away. Cavalier King Charles. And every night, it, it's kind of spilled over. Because every night I go to bed first because I get up to do a morning show. And I right. go over and I hug my wife and I kiss her goodnight and tell her goodnight. But that's not enough. I have to go pet the dog. He calls, it's referred to as his night-night pets because he <laughs> will not let me go to bed unless I pet him goodnight. So that's a great sign, don't you think, Mark? It's absolutely a great sign. You know, when you think about dogs, my twin, I have a twin sister, and, and, and dogs are always so loving. They're always great to see you. You come through the door, whether you're having a bad day or not, they're just going to love you to death, yep. right? And so my twin sister came up with this uh, saying. She goes, let me be the person my dog thinks I am. It's <laughs> a good one. I like that. It's a good one. Yep. Yep. Because they're always so great to see you, and they're happy, and you can't do anything wrong, and that kind of thing. So I know petting dogs, you know, when you have people have a dog, they live longer too, right? Because they provide comfort. Yep. Right. Yeah, there's no question. Except the only part that's not <clears throat> comfort, as much as Jude and I really admire, he loves me, and I think he's a wonderful dog, all the rest of it. But if Catherine is not in the house, I have to put up with him whining and looking out the window the whole time she's gone. He whines at the window the whole time. I'm his mommy. (laughs) Yeah, and in the morning he has to, he won't get out of the bed until I give him morning pets. (laughs) (laughs) So you got night-night pets, you got morning pets. But Mark, one of the great... So all about him, so all maintenance. Uh, We're talking to Mark Lewis about his uh, latest release, Give a Damn, The Ticket to Cultural Change. And I'm really glad that we we talked about this today, Mark, because I, once again... After talking to you and having my entire family here, including Tevin, uh, I do realize what a wonderful life I have compared to most people, that I am told I'm loved every single day. I get to work with my family. I have a great life, Mark. And I I wish people, instead of going, oh, I'm a victim, I've been victimized, look for the good things in your life instead of whining about being a victim all the time. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I think if everybody... Oh, go ahead, Mark. I, I totally agree with you, and, and I myself, I've had a wonderful life. We've all had challenge in life. You know, negative people, you, it's very difficult to change a person from negative to being positive. It, mm-hmm. it, it, I've tried that when I had my first marriage, and it didn't work, and I kept trying. I did for 17 years. I just batted my head against the wall, and then I realized that I need to move, move on, you know, and then I met my current wife, and she's been so terrific, but, you know, we all have our challenges in life, and we have found a way to get through those challenges. 
and we become better and more experienced. And by those challenges, we can offer those experiences to help other people. And by doing so, you improve their lives. So, you know, you're doing a great thing in what you're doing. I'm trying to make a difference in today's society. I would, you know, I'd love to have every person in this world pick up the book, read it, and understand why it's so important to give a damn about other people. And, and to give a damn might be a strong word, but I think it grabs people's attention. My, you know, my, uh, my twin sister was the only one that liked the word give a damn. She said, you should just like share your love. I said, well, you know, I asked God and I asked my mom who had passed away if give a damn was going to be offensive. And the word I got back or the meanings I got back was, no, you're using it in a context that gets people's attention and using it in a context that can help people. So even though it says give a damn, you're doing the right thing. And I felt comfortable using those words and going forward is the title of my book. Mark, you can find it on Amazon and just about everywhere, correct? Absolutely. You can find it on Amazon. I've actually got an audible version. You can go to my website, giveadamnbook.com, to learn more about it um, as well. So, you know, I'm really, really engaged to trying to make a difference. And, you know, I hope I can live long enough to see some some of this take hold. I'm trying to create a give a damn movement where people can go on. And and, uh, here's a just came to life. You know, I created this Congressional Accountability Pledge. And I sent 535 emails to all the senators and congresspeople to let them know about this book and what I wanted to do and if they get feedback. You know how many responses I got? Mm. Zero. Wow. Doesn't surprise me. I was hoping for two or three. No, but they all added me to their... They don't give a damn. But they all added me to their their email distribution list, and now I get flooded with all these, like, political things. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're all getting all the politics and none of the love. Oh, my goodness. I had a friend of mine who says, we want to get a a wrap of a van that had give a damn on it and get in front of the, uh, the Capitol and give a book to everybody. That's what I want to do, but that gets kind of expensive. Yeah, it'll be expensive. I want to no make question. a difference. Mark, come back again soon. Difference. Come back very, very soon. Cause hey, it, I'd love to do that. Well, you already well, made me real. You have a great real... family. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You have a great family, and it's always terrific to talk to you and, and get the word out. So I really appreciate all your support. Come back soon, Mark. Thank you. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mark Lewis, the book is called Give a Damn, The Ticket to Cultural Change. I loved it. I thought that was a wonderful conversation. It was a wonderful conversation. The thing that I believe that we need to start working on... Um, and I mean, it would just be great if there would be an activist movement for this, is people have yes. to give a crap about themselves. I agree. Before they're going to be able I to agree. give to anyone else. And I think that what you were talking about, that victim mentality, if that's beaten into you as a child, that yeah. there's no way you're yeah. getting out of this situation, or you know, somebody's just mean to you all the time, and nobody ever says a kind word to you, and you see all the adults around you being dysfunctional, it's really hard to bring anything to the table. It is. Because they're just fighting for survival, and a lot of times it turns into substance abuse or joining gangs or something destructive. And I really think that that's where our schools are super failing our children in I the agree. first Absolutely. place. I agree. I'm going to run down the hall one second. I'm sitting in this chair for four hours. i got to go when i got to go. Mm. <laughs> wow. Back. Maybe don't just drink six Pepsis. In our time, in our time of need. It's I mean, don't, I mean, I, I know that, and I think that self-esteem. There was a big self-esteem movement when you kids were really little. Yeah, yeah, but it was and, all very well, like fakey feeling. It, well, and it also was a little bit overblown. Like, you can't tell somebody on the flip side of not having any self-esteem because everybody's dysfunctional and not doing a great mm -hmm. job. Is if you think you've never done anything wrong, yeah, it almost went into self worship right. at times. Yeah, yeah. it's well because it's a yeah. fine line. You are perfect. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You can do anything. It's like none of it's true. Right? Is you're trying no to like well, no one's beautiful. No one can do <laughs> anything. But everyone's told they can do every any, anything. Yeah. So when well, they grow I think, up, I think you can do anything you want as long as you're willing to either work for it and you have the capability I like you know so. i can't right. be a rocket scientist because i'm thing. never going to do math i at had that a level. big conversation with one of my friends about this because there was a situation where fawn was with a dance friend and they were talking about another girl that they dance with who is just one of those people that just doesn't have like bones or tendons she's just the most flexible mm -hmm. yeah. little girl in the world mm -hmm. like some people are just like that i've never been that way i see people like that sometimes in yoga I'm yeah like, and you're just like what you? it, <laughs> you're just like <laughs> do you have bones? skin flopping around like i don't know what's going on anyway and fawn said one to the other little girl like oh you can't do that like so and so can and her mom got all upset and she was like, "You can do anything yeah, that anybody that's else." That's a toxic can do. message. And to I be was honest. like, it's and I good. and I looked right at Fawn, and I was like, "You may not." <laughs> I just like in front of this other mother because I was like, "She has a different body than you do. Yeah. You mm -hmm. have different strengths than she does. Right. You might be stronger. She might be more flexible. Mm -hmm. You might be like right. better at running fast. Everybody's got their stuff." Yeah, Fawn's never going to join the WNBA. That's what I'm saying. And not that's, that's okay. No. It's like you yeah. know. 
I know, and I'm like, everyone's you can't... got limitations, but we're told that we have no yes, limitations. Yes, that was that was the yeah. fatal flaw mm-hmm. of the movement back then. Yeah. And the, just like the real and... problem is, so you're told you have no limitations your whole childhood. Eventually, you're going to grow up and, and start meeting limitations, limitations and right? you're going to Not, say, no. well, so what? I've been lied to this whole time. Or you're like going to get mad at the world. Or it's everybody else's fault, yep. but I can't You must be holding me I, back yeah. because, yeah, exactly. Yep, I know. And that's, a, like, very, that's a very common attitude right now is because they thought that they could do anything. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and that was true. supposed yeah. to be the biggest thing that you could give your child was self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, self-esteem, but self-esteem is, isn't right. you're amazing at everything well, and you can achieve your dreams. It's no. your yeah. y- y- everybody mm-hmm. has their strengths and you have to find them and then know what they are and run with them. Yeah, right. right. And then have exactly. the confidence to when you meet certain limitations to be able to yeah. deal with that or overcome that or adjust. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And like knowing your limits and knowing, oh, when I'm in this position, I have a hard time. And so I need to know how to adapt to exactly. that for myself, right. not... Yeah, it's not everybody can yeah. be president. And, no, an astronaut. No. Well, kids no. are also told a lot that if you do fail to do something, it is someone else's fault. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the world it's is the, system. the world is full of oppression and hatred, and everyone's out to get everyone else. So clearly, <laughs> if you fail at something, well, it's because everyone else is holding you back. It's be- not because of you. Right, and that's another way that that sort of message really messed up an entire generation of people. Yeah, and it's like also it's like filling out like a job application. Like you might not have gotten the job. It's not because you were bad. It's like you don't know the other people that applied. That you don't know the qualifications other people have. That not everybody is meant to whatever be like. You're not all super special. Everybody's special, yes, but not. Not in every single way. NFL star, whatever you Mm -hmm. got to be realistic. So I have a question. I don't know. I, I literally had an interview like that because I had talked to Andy about you know shortening up the interviews, and then that one went like twenty six minutes. Mm-hmm. But it was a great subject in that that it, you know to hear about. I mean, to be able to sit at a table and not lie and say, "I uh, love and adore my wife, my son, my daughter, their children." Oh, their it wasn't a lie. Wife. Okay, that's good. I was trying to lie, <laughs> but I was good good okay with it. So no. what a relief. You know, f- f- friends. I mean, oh, the whole deal. What that does is make me realize um, what a great life I have, you know? And more people need to realize, like, yeah, your life might not be perfect, but it is still great. Like, there's a lot of things you don't have to worry about. Like, I watched a documentary where um, in India there's a bunch of people that live by tiger reserves, and they have to, like, worry about a tiger coming into their village and eating them. Every so often often a lion, like, goes nuts in Africa and just, like, wipes out an entire village. Yeah, like, like, life isn't that bad here. No. No. We don't have much to complain about. 600-pound tiger that's going to rip you off a trail. Well, don't you think that's part of the problem, though, is that we have it too easy. Honestly, yes. And so we just are looking for... Um, problems that need a solution because yes. people always feel like they could improve everything that everything yep. needs to be improved it's like your life yeah. is pretty damn good here in the yep. united states oh, yeah. sorry to tell you i know mm-hmm. but go go travel someplace where people have nothing yep. right where you're walking down a dirt road to get water for the day so you can yeah. Yeah. exactly and like i mean and the water isn't exactly clean no. either yeah yeah that, uh, I mean, I went, to, I went to India, I don't know, what was that, six years ago? No, more than that. It was before I had fun. A hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like probably nine, <laughs> nine eight, years ago. I was at nine or ten. Years. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it was right before Long I got pregnant ago. with Fawn. Mm-hmm. And so I just could ago. not believe how people live there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yet, there is 
this just understanding that that's just how the world is. You're not because people come in from all over that area. They don't know where they came from. They don't speak <clears throat> the language. They're living under a bridge. They've got a tarp on a string. They've got a family of six living under this tarp. Yeah. And it's just like, and you're like, mm -hmm. oh my God, that's so terrible. What can you do? It's like, we don't know who they are. They don't. No. Yeah. And those people that are living like that will find moments throughout their day and all throughout their lives where they're happy, dancing, like celebrating. They're probably and it's like, happier than most American right. families. They can be happy. Why, just, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Because they're like, life's just simple and we have each yeah. other and we have the well, sunshine and air and we're good. It's very sobering mm -hmm. to watch how that whole society works. And I mean, yes, everybody has health care. Everyone has health care. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you're going to get a meal no. when you're in the hospital. That doesn't mean the hospital that you're going to go to doesn't have chickens running around in it mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's dirty, Yeah. because yeah. it's free. So you're yeah. getting like the worst of the worst care there, but it's free. So, yep. I mean, all of these things, I was like, oh, if we just had universal health care, all of our problems would be solved. Well, people that have universal health care, all their problems are not solved. It's just not how the world yeah. is ever going to work. There's just not enough resources yeah, to not take care of absolutely everybody that comes in and says, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. No, there's no perfect system. There's never going to be a perfect system. We'd all be doing system. it if it were perfect. Yeah, you come back to the United States, and you're just like, holy God, most everything's clean. We have access to water. Mm -hmm. There's not 12 yeah. children taking a bath at the village pump. Yeah. You know, at 11 o'clock in the morning, yeah. this, this, this group of kids gets bathed. I mean, they don't have right. water. Mm -hmm. I know. My God. They still have open no sewer systems yep. in some I know, of these so, tiny villages. It's so strange because it's like, you know, the cost of living right now is so extraordinary. Gas is going high. up another quarter. I yep. just can't oh, believe how expensive everything is right now. And, like, yep. I've been – I got this app called Rocket Money where it, like, shows where all of mm -hmm. your money is going because I was like – It's kind of like Mint. Yeah. Sure. Oh. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's very much so. It's okay. like, okay. Um, because Fawn is doing a bunch of dances this year, and so I have to, I'm like, okay, I have to pay attention to where money's going and try to save some stuff because I have two big dance payments due in September mm. and all this stuff. And so, but I just, I have been so conscious about spending money, and I still am like, where is it going? I know. I don't I know. I think and then, I'm very conscientious <laughs> about where I'm spending money, and then I look at my credit card bill, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, everything is like $500 like, now. But it's like thinking about that, and I was thinking about this yesterday when I was looking through you know, how last month went for spending and all this stuff, and thinking about people who have zero yeah, dollars mm -hmm. and can't spend any money ever and just have to survive on absolutely nothing. And I'm like, I'm having a hard time yeah. saving anything because everything is so expensive here. And then it just shows how much, you know, excess right. there is yeah. here well, and I mean, how about, everybody. You know, we're not exactly old. But no. think about if you were to live <laughs> the way we lived in the 90s. No streaming services at all, no internet, no cell phone bill. Yeah. Dream come true. Almost all of your bills didn't exist back then because yeah. they weren't a thing. So now you have all these like, oh, it's only $5 a month for Netflix. Well, yeah, it's $5 a month for Netflix and Hulu and Amazon yeah. Prime and Peacock. Way more than five. Your well, cell phone bill is probably $100. You're Netflix probably paying... Amazing. 
Well, I have. Are, are you bootlegged? <laughs> we don't have Netflix anymore, so I don't pay. Well, like, and that's kind of the reason I started this Rocket Money thing is because it shows you your your subscriptions. Oh, those are yep. a lifesaver. And then it like you can cancel them on no. the app. Like yep. they ask you ask the app to cancel them for huh. you. And so like I for some reason was paying for Hulu twice a month. Oh. I got two different yeah. emails signed up, and I had no idea. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And then Dan and I have a Spotify Duo account, so we're paying mm-hmm. for that together. And then I also was still paying for my old one that I had thought I had canceled. Oh. And so it's just these things that I was like, there yeah. you go. Well, There's a lot of those, 20 bucks. A lot of those cancellations are really stupid because so you can only do it so hard. Yeah, you have hard. to email us yes. text us and send us a postcard by november 1st or we won't cancel yeah. you yeah. it's like I, what for how user friendly made for phone spotify is to get any like account help you have to go on the you have to go on the com- physical you computer, have, yeah, go on a computer, computer for a lot and you of have things. to email yep. a person back and forth yep. i mean they're great yep. i've dealt with spotify account people a few times and they're very very helpful and quick but at the same time i'm like you have to go on a computer to do something that mm-hmm. you only ever use on your phone well, this think is about just it. weird think about yeah. it if they don't make it easy for you to cancel you just won't and cancel. you've got two accounts yeah. They're doubling their money. Yeah. yeah. And like, cause I even, so I accidentally signed up for like a clothing subscription thing mm. and was like, I'm trying to cancel it. And they have the option where you can like skip payments every month. And so you just kept skipping I, I, I and then to keep yeah. skipping it because they won't answer my like, Hey, I just need to cancel this. And then and one month you'll forget. And then and all then of a sudden you'll get, bucks, yep. <laughs> yep. I'm like, yeah, people Been make there it before. so difficult. Yeah. I got rid of that Fabletics thing. That's what it is. That. That's the one I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> I wasn't going to put them on blast, but that's exactly yeah. who it is. Yep. Because they were yep. like advertised, like, oh, you can get, like, it's all super cheap. And then it was like. It is like, like a crazy deal. It is a crazy deal. But how but then many pairs sudden, of yoga pants right. yeah. I was like, I just want to do a one-time <laughs> yes. purchase, not this monthly. Th- yep. And they will not. It's been a disaster. Well, and then I yeah. will say when you do cancel it, because I did it, The they have a kids one, Fab Kids. Fab Kids. And I got, like. Fawn, they had boots that were like little, they kind of look like little Timberlands, but mm-hmm. the tongue was a fawn. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Was and so I got them for, I was like, I have to sign up for this just for these boots. And um, yeah, I got charged and then I tried to quit in like four times while I was trying to cancel. It was like, we'll give you a month for free. We'll give you $50 of blah, blah, blah. I was like, we'll give no, you I don't. free yeah. leggings. I was like, <laughs> my kids, you don't cancel. Yeah. I was like, my kids don't need more stuff. No, thank you. Bye. And they yeah, were just yeah. like, are you sure? Are you sure? I'm like, yes. I leave know. Me they keep bribing you. I know. And most people would be like, a month free, 20 free dollars. Incredible. I and I am just know. like, I don't want more stuff. No. Absolutely not. To, yeah, you have to stand firm. Yeah. No, Thank true. you. I know. What a world. I can't even imagine how many uh, subscriptions? subscriptions you have. And how much money. I mean, I've gone, through, I've gone through your Amazon account. He was getting oh God. cases of sparkling water yeah. delivered mm-hmm. to the house. Yeah. And he was being charged shipping because they were so, so heavy so heavy or something there was like there's some sort of weird thing right. about it's over even a if you're Amazon in, yeah. Prime it was like $25 a month just in shipping this stuff that you can get at the grocery store okay well that was well, more convenient remember, <laughs> I mean, yeah. remember when he had like a year and a half worth of women's vitamins yeah. delivered to him yep oh yeah that? what was that the that women's was that, vitamins that was that woman 
She was Jillian on that show. Michaels. Jillian Michaels. Mm, yeah. Oh, it was impossible to get was, out of that. I had to be like, I'm talking to these people because you were like, I've tried and I did. Just like, I yeah. threatened legal was, action. I know, still, like, still got them every month. It was unbelievable. I was like, we might have to cancel your credit card. Yeah, and get a new one just so you don't and get these vitamins. We might have to take the credit ding on just not yes. paying it because these people won't stop. And they were women's vitamins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did they get those? Because you sign up for things. I think but when you you're realize. on um, your sleep medication, <laughs> I think you're I signing get on my up for stuff. Ever. Mm, I don't know. You what, used to. This you was used to. this was five six years yeah, ago. Oh, okay. Years ago, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like the equivalent of like people that get drunk and order stuff on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was like, like, it was like a couple TV hundred deal. bucks a month of stuff that he did not need mm-hmm. or couldn't use because he's not a female. Yeah, he was just oh, looking out for you. Take on the vitamins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're vitamins. What the hell's it? Yeah, there were cases and cases and cases lined up all over the house. And mm-hmm. like, You're like, not drinking it. Cancel Why? it. Yeah, you probably have. <laughs> I actually was surprised at how few subscriptions I had. I was like, oh, oh. It's not that much. I have a feeling we've doubled up on some stuff. We, I've got to get... Uh, it's really nice. And it's only $10 a month for this thing. And I'm like, for how much money I'll probably save? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm one of those people that if I see something and, you know, it says each day of the month and each week, it gives you a roundup of how much less or more money you spent that week than the month before. And so I'm one of those people that it's like, I spent a hundred dollars less last month in this week. And so next month I have to spend $200 less than I did the week before. Cause I have to beat my, you know, right, how much less money. Yeah. yeah. Like with myself to like save money okay. just cause it's weird. Like, right. I don't know. Like, you know how dad is with his, steps on his watch right it's like i have to get to and i'm kind of like that i can be i have to yeah because you two are very much like yes i'm not i'm not like that with my watch though because i'm like i know it could get to like an unhealthy situation where mm-hmm. i'm like running around my island at yeah. 11 59 a.m like i don't want to do that um but with this i'm like saving money is so exciting and so i've been what's well, a new thing for you exactly <laughs> it's new and exciting <laughs> it's new and exciting there you go um oh no i had a point and then you oh, made fun it. of ruined me everything. mom ruined it okay oh i was gonna say it's ten dollars a month for the like it is a subscription this rocket money thing but does it give you the option to cancel the rocket subscription in the yes. list of subscriptions? Yes, and it's very and it's very rocket, easy. Rocket to, mortgages is this like? I a, don't know if it's the same as Rocket Mortgage. It used to be called Truebill, and now oh, it's called that, okay. yeah, and yeah. now it's called Rocket Money. And I don't know if it's Rocket Mortgage bought out. I can't out. imagine I don't know. that Rocket Mortgage would let somebody else have another. I know Rocket any yeah. sort yeah. of financial. I don't thing. know. I don't know. But I feel like for how much money I'm going to end up saving through looking at everything on the app, I'm like it's worth. T- paying 10 bucks right and then once you cancel all of your subscriptions it's like well now i'll just cancel the rocket one and then i feel like i i did that because i was like oh i'll pay for a month of it and then i'll cancel all my subscriptions and whatever but then i'm just seeing my spending habits and it's really interesting Mm because i've never really paid that much attention to it Uh, yeah and so i'm seeing my spending habits and i'm so i'm like i'm just learning about where my money's going and how much it's all because it's all (laughs) categorized right so it's interesting. Yeah, it, it's actually a really good thing to do because, you know, it's so easy to go, oh, it's only five bucks. Oh, it's oh, only four bucks. Right. Oh, I it's mean, only 10 bucks. F- and I, then all of a sudden it's hundreds of bucks. You know what I decided yesterday? You know how most people think of things in like dollars, like $1? Yeah. 
mm-hmm. how many dollars this is. Mm-hmm. I feel like now it's increments of twenty five. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's yeah. not we a should do like a revaluation. Yeah, I'm like, it's currency. nothing is less than twenty five dollars, and it's like, yeah. how many increments of twenty five dollars yeah. is what um, I'm. They should just like do buying. a times ten multiplier kind of thing. The Seriously. new dollar is ten old dollars because yeah, and then then things like change. How long has change just been something like, oh, I don't want this. What yeah, am I going to totally. do with this crap? I have to store it somewhere until I have a big enough bag to bring to the bank yes. and convert it into real money. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not, you never pay for things with change anymore. Yes. Well, throughout oh. the decades, you tip it, it in used, the jar. If it's, we used to yep. always joke, everything's $500 when you, when your kids were little. You had something broke. It was five hundred dollars to fix it. It was always five hundred dollars. Somebody, what? it was. What it was, was five hundred. Like you know, if your like dishwasher broke or something. Broke or something. Oh, yeah. Yep. It just was. Everything was five hundred bucks. It seemed like, huh. and and then all, and about ten years later, all of a sudden, everything was like eight hundred bucks. Now everything's like a thousand dollars to say, fix yeah. a minimum of a thousand dollars. Yeah, like a dishwasher now yeah. is at least a thousand. I know. It's crazy. Yep. The inflation. Since you were little, has I, I, it, this has to be an unprecedented growth of inflation. It's it un- has it's to be. Nuts. No, it's I not mean, quite, but it's close. It's because it, I feel like growing up when it was like just about to be an adult, like we're gonna go rent an apartment, and it was like rent was like four hundred dollars, yeah. and then now yeah. I get to be an adult, and every it's like it's two thousand yeah. dollars easily. Like, two thousand. Totally yes, I know. It's it is. It's nutty. insane. Yeah. All right, time to close it up. <laughs> I want to guide. I want. I want you guys to guess what the hottest stock is in the past week. It's up seven hundred and sixty-eight percent. Some Meta? weed thing, I'm sure. Some what? Some weed. Oh, thing, that would actually. have been a good guess. No, but it's not. Seven hundred and sixty-eight percent in the last week. The stock is up. I say it's is not it GameStop X again or Twitter or whatever it is. Now, You're right? never going to guess, so I may as well tell you. What? You ready? Hottest stock in America right now is Tupperware. <laughs> What? Huh. Why? Why? Oh, yeah, maybe they did stuff. something. Maybe they got. Did they sell them at stores? I thought they were about to go under. Yeah, they sold Tupperware. No Tupperware. Maybe somebody bought them. How, Tupperware can't go under. No. Like, wait, what, <laughs> where, what would we be without Tupperware? <laughs> That's what this statement is right? saying. We can't go without Tupperware. No. God. Really I actually had to. I, had to, I had to suffer through Tupperware parties. I hate oh. those. <laughs> wait, what was the? Yeah. What was the, What was the company that? Did them like the home chef? No, something chef. chef pampered chef. Pampered chef. Pampered there we go. chef. Pampered chef. I have a few things from here's Pampered this, Chef. It's still to avo- this day. It's like, here's this avocado slicer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't just use a knife. Uh, my, mom <laughs> no, to <laughs> my mom used to go Perfect to Pampered breakfast. Chef parties oh, all yeah. the time. Uh, I remember in college, a bunch of like my girlfriends Natalie, would be like, Green. Pampered <laughs> Chef Queen. I was like, she's, she's like, like, oh my God. really help me out if you'd buy something. I'm like, I don't need anything. I'm like, what? I'm like, buy me. Uh, okay, I'll buy something. What? What? She's like, a salad chopper. I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. Used it twice. I know. Still I'm in the drawer. A, some people, some people are kitchen gadget people. Like they use I'm them. Not. They love them. It's fantastic. I'm like a give me a paring knife and I'm good. Spatula, a paring knife, a and whisk. a cutting board and a whisk and <laughs> one bowl. We I'm have good. tons of kitchen gadgets and we barely use yeah. most of them. Yeah. I, I know. They always seem like a great idea. Well, it's like a the cap snaffler. You use that. Cap, cap snaffler. You guys never heard what? of a cap snaffler? No. 
I'm not kidding. I got Toots <laughs> one for Christmas one year. So oh, that was about. Oh, I've seen these. Yeah, you've seen Caps now. What's a Caps now? Tell me more. They still have them? It's basically a silicone thing that you can use to grip caps and twist them off. Oh, I have one from State Farm. I use it all the time. Yeah, you've had that. Well, it's just a piece of like rubber with like little nubbies on it. So it grips. Yep. I have a cap snaffler. It's called. It was called a cap snaffler. I don't have one. Oh yeah, I use them all the time. Terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what it does. Snaffle those caps. Like yeah. How else are you going to snaffle the caps? It sounds like something from the 60s. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it is something from the 60s. Yeah. You bought her They're a little piece of rubber for her birthday? Uh, she wow. No, Christmas. Christmas. Ooh. Wow. All right. <laughs> Just what every woman wants. We're wrapping it up. We'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks.